Hello and welcome to the official London Short Film Festival podcast. I'm joined today by the Audio Network. How's it going, guys? Good, yeah. Good. yeah. Uh, there's two of us here today. Uh, I'm Simon Anderson and I'm with my colleague Adam French. Um, we're from a production music library called Audio Network. We've, we've been in um, existence for 12 years and we create uh, music for use uh, by filmmakers and, um, and television programme makers. We've got uh, offices in the UK and uh, USA, Canada, Australia, Holland and Germany. And uh, the library is currently 58,000 tracks and growing by the day. Um, and the idea is that it's uh, really easy to access, really easy to listen. It's all there on our website at audionetwork.com. Um, and you can buy tracks for a pound each if it's just for your own kind of non-commercial use. Um, but they're also available for licensing for television and uh, commercial film distribution as well. So we, we're looking at uh, today at various um, different types of music really that are available to producers to use um, in uh, film and uh, you know what, what options there are for you and um, what, what, what are the pros and cons of the different types of music, um, how much it costs and uh, uh, hopefully give you a little insight into the options that are available for filmmakers. So what type of, mu uh, of music is available? Um, there tends to be four main styles of, of music available to uh, filmmakers, um, either specially composed or commissioned music, um, specifically made for your productions. Uh, commercial music, of course, what we hear on the radio all the time, um, but it can be fairly expensive to, to license in some cases. Uh, MCPS library music, uh, which uh, MCPS collects um, on, on licenses for, for many uh, music libraries um, in the UK and uh, Audio Network is an example of an independent music library outside of MCPS so we set our own licensing rates and, and are independent in that way. So especially composed music first of all, the advantage is you're in charge, um, the music is written to, can be written to picture, can be more impactful um, and work more closely with, with the picture and it can also be exclusive to your production. I guess things like James Bond films are a good example of that, you know, the, the Bond music is really iconic and, um, you know, it, it exclusively belongs to the brand, so when you hear it, you know it's a Bond film and it also adds a lot of value to the production, so, you know, they sell bucketfuls of soundtrack albums and downloads um, and that all brings extra money in to the composers and the filmmakers. Um, however, on the downside, you can't always hear the music until it's done. A composer has to go, go and write the music and it's a creative process. So it may be that what the composer comes back with isn't exactly what you need and obviously time uh, delays can, can have quite an impact. It's also difficult to find the, the right composer and there are maybe costs associated with agents and fixers to, to find the correct people for the job. It's also important uh, to have a clear brief. We once had a music sourcing request for uh, a track that sounded yellow. That's, that's a pretty, pretty tough thing to do. So it's important to have a very clear brief and to make sure you and the composer are on the same wavelength. And of course it can be extremely expensive to record, particularly if it's maybe an orchestral piece. It can be very expensive for the musicians and the studio time. So that's especially commission music. Um, looking at commercial music, I mean, this is this is as Adam said, uh, you know, what the stuff you hear on the radio, 
the TV. It, it's music that's really written uh, for, for sale as opposed to music that's written for picture. So it's to be listened to in its own right. But anyone who watches television and, and films will know that a lot of commercial music ends up on soundtracks to films. It, the right track can add an awful lot of value. Uh, to, to the film and then can also earn a lot of money as well you know there's a lot of uh, TV commercials and uh, I've used a lot of commercial music um, that, that's then gone on to be a, a hit in the charts again because it's been on a Levi's ad or something the problem with commercial music is it can be very very expensive there's no rate card uh, so you know if you want the latest number one in your film it's going to cost you an awful lot of money and not everybody wants uh, really familiar tracks in their film. You know, if you think particularly of wildlife documentaries, the last thing you want is, is a, a piece of music that's going to take everybody's eyes off the picture and, and make them you know, think, think about what they're listening to rather than what they're watching. Clearing the rights for commercial music um, is, is fairly uh, tricky. Uh, there are two separate rights that need clearing. There's the sound recording, uh, which is owned by the record company, and then there's the publishing, which is owned by the publisher. Uh, so if you think in terms of a, a Beatles song like With a Little Help From My Friends, if you want the original Beatles version, you need to go to their, their record company, EMI Records, to get a, a dubbing license for the sound recording. And then you go to the Beatles publisher for, for the sync rights. Um, they both ask for different amounts of money. Uh, it's all negotiable, and um, you know it can end up costing a lot of... A lot of money. If you want a, a different recording of the same song, you'd need to go to a different record company for the for the dubbing rights. But the same Beatles publishing company for the sync rights, because it's the same lyrics and melody. Sound recording copyright lasts at the moment for 50 years after it was first recorded in the UK, but this is going to um, extend to 70 years quite soon. So there's not really very much that's usable uh, from uh, sort of 19. 42 onwards really at the moment and then in the, on the publishing side 70 years after the death of the composer the work goes out of copyright so your early classical music Beethoven Mozart is all out of copyright and you can use that without any sync license but there again there isn't much you know pop music jazz uh, is pretty much all still in copyright so you're going to need to pay somebody something to use um, a piece of commercial music from the last 50 years. So library music, libraries record music specifically for producers and license it directly. In some countries this is done through uh, mechanical rights organisations such as MCPS in the UK. There's no need to record, uh, no need to clear separate recording and composition licences as they're all wrapped up in, into one licence. There's hundreds of music libraries worldwide and some of some have very, very high quality music, others may not necessarily be, be as good quality. In some countries, libraries charge by duration and by type of production and territories. So it may be that you can license uh, a piece of music for a year in the UK, but if you were to license that globally, it would cost extra and, and in perpetuity as well would may cost extra as well. You need to know also where obviously the programme is going to be shown on which media. You also need to get a licence if the production is going to go onto DVD, to the internet, etc. And again, as Adam mentioned earlier on, Audio Network is a, a music library as well, but we are independent so we can set our own uh, licensing rates 
and the idea behind Audio Network was really to make licensing music as easy as possible so we have one single license which will cover a whole film uh, for any number of pieces of music and uh, for, for um, a commercial film or television programme that's £195 in the UK and uh, if, you know, if you're using it non-commercially then you can buy tracks from our website for just um, a pound a track all the music's cleared uh, uh, in perpetuity for all media and for worldwide distribution and we earn most of our money really from performance royalties when the music's broadcast uh, on television or shown in a cinema then uh, the broadcaster or, or the cinema will pay um, a separate license for the public performance of the music uh, and we share these royalties with our composers and so we, we've a, a strong team of 350 or so composers who provide all of our, our tracks for us and uh, we would hope that uh, Audio Network Music would be a, a, a perfect kind of um, resource for uh, for a short film and as we've said that you, you can get a, a piece of music composed for you and often title music is, is commissioned and composed uh, but library music's a really good option for you know for the inside content of the film. Have a look on our website and uh, and, and give us a call, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to help you to find the music that you want for your film. Thanks very much for listening. <laughs>